0: <laughs> Thank you. So, do you like the wine? Look how it's dark small. it is. No, you're not putting ice in it this time. Will you just let me live and drink my wine with ice, please? Like, come on. It's not that big of a deal. Okay, whatever. We need to do the intro. All right. Hey guys, welcome back to Dry Ink. This is Sydney and Jessica. What's up? Also known as two girls and one mic. Yeah, we've actually become a porn channel, so look us up at uh, pornhub.com. It's under Busty Barmaids 69. Ew, no! Look <laughs> at <laughs> <cut> that. Out. <laughs> wine. So what do you think of this one? It tastes like wine. It's a, It's called Ravage. It's a Cabernet. It's delightful. It's super dark red. Look at that. It's like blood, almost, doesn't it? What? It's weird. Weird. <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. <laughs> hey, listen, I did my vocal warm up. Ow! I'm a great singer she now. just <laughs> hit me really hard in the she, knee. She weighs eight pounds. Her head is like surprisingly solid. Solid. <laughs> Welcome back to Dry Ink. Ew, I hate that one. Restart. Hey guys, welcome back to Dry Ink. This is Sydney. And Jessica. Okay, I guess we're gonna use that take. (laughs) What? The first one was better. I wanna use this one, sorry. Because you sounded better in this one. Um, do you wanna hear a joke? No. Okay, never mind. (laughs) Do you wanna hear another (laughs) joke? Sure. Uh, what's the definition of a will? Come on, it's a dead giveaway. Oh. Uh, um, I was thinking you wanted the actual definition. Speaking of death. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know whose career is dead? Madonna's. No, remember that guy that we were talking about last oh, week? Oh, James Charles. Wow, you remember his? Wow, his two first names.
1: Yeah, Next that's video. true.
0: Yeah. Is that his real? Like a full name. How who is he? I don't know. He just kept oh. saying James Charles. He's like a makeup guru. I don't know. I don't even think it's worth talking about anymore. <laughs> Cut <laughs> I don't we know. We are trying so hard not to hit our single <laughs> mic. We only have one mic right now. Yep. Um, like and subscribe. So today we're talking about like our favorite subject of all time, right? (laughs) Not the pendulum. I'm just saying, like, vampires in general. So, like, the mood is supposed to be, like, spooky? Yeah. So, Jess brought her pendulum that she doesn't carry around in her purse. Absolutely not. That would be weird. That would be odd. Odd. (laughs) Okay, do you have a question for the pendulum? Um, Oh, yeah. For those who don't know, a pendulum is a crystal attached to a string. And you're supposed to hold it up in one hand and then balance it over your other hand. And you can ask it questions. (laughs) Some people think it's spirits answering you. I think it's more like your subconscious kind of telling it what to say, but. And we have candles lit around us. Let's just like paint the picture. candles. There's a a cheese tray. Charcuterie. Plate. What the hell's a charcuterie? I love it when you try to say words you've noticed. What? <laughs> that's a weird word. Charcuterie? Yeah. It's that. Oh, crackers. Crackers, cheese, meat. Sometimes there's like fruit. Just on. say a cheese plate. But that's not as what fancy. What the fuck's a charcuterie? <laughs> charcuterie. That right there. That's some wheat thing. <laughs> Did I say it was a That's nice one? No! Weed <laughs> <laughs> oh, <they're my> <laughs> oh, geez, I'm
1: Cheese plate.
0: Sure, but get my Corvette. What? <laughs> oh, I was trying to think of a nice car. Okay, um, is this. Oh, wait, don't you have no, to ask it? I gotta it? ask it. Oh, okay, damn. Are you going to? I'm laughing too. <laughs> Wait, okay. don't you have to say show me yes? Yes, that's what I'm me. trying to do. <laughs> going to drink my water. Oh, Ah Yes. All right. This silence is going to be real fun for our listeners. That's to... why I was saying we don't have to do a pendulum <laughs> for audio. Cut this out. Oh, me no. Side to side. <sighs> okay. What should we ask it? Is there a ghost in this apartment? Alright, your apartment. If you don't want to fuck with that, okay. Is there a ghost in this apartment? Is that That's yes? a yes? Sweet. What, Get yourself some what sage. Should we, what should we ask the ghost? Call the yes or no questions. Are you a big old meanie? No. Just <laughs> <laughs> Are you a thick bitch? Are you a good ghost? No, ask it if it's a thick bitch. No. Are you a good <sighs> ghost? Is that a yes? Yes, yes. Oh, you're boring. Go away. Just kidding. <laughs> no. I want. I want like a haunting. You had a haunting. I had many hauntings. Hmm. <laughs> Essential, when you say that over our shared microphone <laughs> as we stare into each we other's stare, eyes exactly. <laughs> many a. <haunting. laughs> <laughs> um wait, are we done that's it that's all yeah I don't know what more you want to do my hand hurts. I want to be like, were you a hoe in your former life? No, I'm not asking disrespectful questions to the ghost. It's not disrespectful. It's just a way of life. Well, there's a better way to phrase it. Fine. Ask her if she was a floozy or a trollop, a harlot, a hooker, a tramp. Were you, were you promiscuous? You... Fine, then ask that. They're like, Yes. <laughs> Promiscuous, ma'am. Promiscuous girl. What if it was a guy? Guys can be promiscuous. I thought you said an old lady died here. That's I a yes. P- mm. Get it, queen. Get that dick, bitch. Mm. Oh jeez, we don't know what she liked. Get that pussy, and or dick, at the same time. Depends on what you want. All consensual. Just consent. Oh, are you jumping on the consent wagon? Get on that consent wagon. Woo! Bam. Anyway, so... (laughs) (laughs) What book are we talking about today? Well, so I had this idea. So, we could talk about tropes and, like, supernatural creatures, character flaws and like, series of three. Mm. And... I was thinking we could start with our favorite vampires. We will try as hard as possible not to talk about Twilight. We're sorry. We don't even like Twilight. I'm so sorry. It's just like a. I think it's a polarizing. I'm so sorry. Moment in mm. our generation. I just fucking love vampires. Yeah. I like True Blood vampires. Mm. Okay, so you get to choose which book we'll do today. Oh. So. Okay. What I want to do is I want to choose a book that I thought kind of showed a different trait that's, like, associated with vampires. Okay. So, I have a book that talks about blood drinking. And I have a good book that talks about... weakness to sunshine and i have a book that talks more about the atmosphere the associated oh i thought you meant the literal atmosphere around the earth i was like that one it's kind of how our vampires how vampires are kind of perceived and each of these books kind of turn the trope on its head or kind of like the characteristic of vampires i say we do the blood one blood Mm. Then let's do let's do the atmosphere one actually. Let's do that one. Okay. Okay, what's that one called? Uh Dead Until Dark by Charlene Harris. Ooh. It's the first book in the series that inspired True Blood. <gasps> Ooh! Yeah, yeah I thought you'd like that one. <laughs> I love that show. So I think I picked this one up the day I finished my final or like the week I was finishing my finals. And I finished the first three in like the first week. And it's pretty much True Blood, honestly. Like there's some differences. It definitely focuses more on Sookie. Sookie! Sookie, that's what I kept hearing. Like the whole time I was reading it and like Bill would say it, I was like, Sookie! Sookie! That's (laughs) not bad, right? (laughs) Do you like Bill? No. Okay. No, it's Eric, right? I love Eric. Fucking lover. I mean, yeah, Eric is kind of a dick, but like But he's Alexander Skarsgard. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean it is cute how like the the actors in real life, like Bill and Sookie are actually married. Yeah. Like, that's cute. That's adorable. But But Eric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh I love him. Did you say Bill Skarsgard? Alexander Skarsgård. Oh, I thought you said Bill. I was like, I think that's his dad. I think his dad's name is Bill Skarsgård. Their whole family is are just like actors, actors, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the dad is in like the Thor series, right? I'm sure he's no, in other it's things. One of, I think the older, the oldest brother is in the. Is Thor. that the oldest brother? Yeah, I think so. Okay. And then the youngest is it, the clown. Oh right, I knew that. I think he was in Glee. Really? Yeah. What? I don't know. I feel like he was in Glee. I don't think so. Unless he was, like, in in the last seasons. I don't know. I didn't watch last season. I thought he was in, like, earlier. I don't think so. He was in, um, he was on that Netflix series It was, like, a creepy, it was, like, Hemlock Grove, Hemlock Grove. He was on that. Yeah, I swear to God he's in Glee. Who is he? I don't know. He's a big lip guy. No, that's a different guy. Is it a different guy? Yeah, he's actually in a band now. Oh, that's Overstreet. Alexander. Yeah. Alexander, I remember. Yeah. Okay, it's a different guy. They just have similar... It's Cord Overstreet. Lips. Right. Yeah. Yes. Alexander? I like, don't know. It's just like the same name. <laughs> when in doubt. <laughs> hey, statistically, you're probably right. I don't know. Okay, so... <laughs> Dead Until Dark. So, I didn't know what to do with this one because i knew you'd watch true blood and i've watched true blood and it's so campy i love it It's so campy, and like the book is also super campy like you're in suki's head the whole time and she is just like this blonde adorable like waitress and that's like i don't know after reading this book do you do you feel like it's pretty close to the series I liked the book a bit better than this, like the first season at mm-hmm. least. Even though I love the first season of True Blood, just because you stay with Sookie the whole time, which mm-hmm. I always liked in the series, is when you were with like Sookie one and character. the vam- right? And the vampire storylines. Um, I I liked Lafayette and I liked who's her Tara. friend Tara. I liked them, but I did always kind of want to get back to the main storyline, yeah. and like in this one. In the book, Tara doesn't exist. Really? Yeah, she's not a thing. Like, that's not... so. Sookie like, doesn't have a best friend like that. She's just, like, sad and alone until Bill waltzes She, in. kind of, like, going home to be with her grandmother is, like, her whole <laughs> life. And then she has her brother, like, Jason well. is a character still, but he's, a, you know, it doesn't follow his storyline like it does in the series, at least in this first book. Mm-hmm. And... I love Jason Stackhouse and he's great. I really like his storyline with the what is it? The something of the sun, Temple of the Sun, Church of the Sun or something. Oh Children of the something. Sun. Something, yeah. I I thought that was really funny. Um but no, he like he sleeps around like Which in the books also. He, yeah, he but does. <laughs> that's kind of his main defining quality. Which like I kinda like though. I don't know. I think they needed one character that just, like, was gonna hoe it up, but I'm glad it was Jason's hair. Oh, he does it well. <laughs> he's a big ol' hoe, and that's <laughs> fine with me. Um, and then Lafayette is still the cook, but he's a very minor character, like, Sookie talks about him mm-hmm. occasionally. He's not, like, one of her best friends, like, in the show. hmm And... I mean, that's kind of how he was in the first season. Right, but, like, it doesn't grow anymore. Like, he actually oh. gets murdered. I think in book it might be book two. I think it's book two. Yeah. Oh my God. Still very minor. Like he's not this cousin of her best friend. He's the cook, and she. Well, cousin of her best friend. Her best friend doesn't exist. No, Tara. Tara. Tara, They made up for the show. Oh, I mean, like I did. I did like Tara's storyline, but I mean, I guess in a book you don't really get to like flip between characters and storylines that exactly like in, in and this one you don't switch perspectives yeah you just stay with Sookie the whole time and like the romance with Bill is very much the same mm-hmm. she meets him at the at Merlot's bar which she works at and he ends up coming over to her house to meet her grandmother and he speaks at that club her grandmother's in which I'm forgetting oh, the name of oh I think Glories dead or something yeah yeah where they like talk about the civil war and he was actually in it so that's really cool for sookie Mm -hmm. and the whole like so in the book does she go with sam merlot yeah yeah sam is a big part of the book still okay yeah and he's still a shapeshifter (laughs) good yeah okay that's all the same and you still have pam and eric at the club that they go out and, like, visit when Jason gets arrested for all the mysterious murders going on, and it's still done by, fuck, what's his name? Renee? Yeah, still Renee. Okay. Like, most of, honestly, the book follows the first season pretty closely. They just sprinkled in a few extra a few extra characters, characters that don't, extra don't exist in this. Major characters. <laughs> yeah. So, instead of, like, jumping between characters, it just stays with Sookie and kind of, like, the investigation, seeing, like, who's murdering all these people, and she's slowly following in, falling in love with a vampire oh. who can't hear her thoughts, which is nice for her. Which is she why knows. she does fall in love with Exactly. Them. And something I really liked, I don't remember if they did this in the show, but I really liked it in the book, is that she really struggles with the fact that Bill is a vampire, it's not like this, like, she knows other people to see it as this, like, very romantic, erotic thing, but for her, he's, like, dead. Like, when she first meets him, she believes that vampires are the victims of a disease, and it just gives them, like, light sensitivity, and they have to drink blood. Mm. But then, like, as she starts to fall in love with Bella, gets to know him, he, like... I forget if he tells her or if she just realizes it, but she finally realizes that he's actually dead. Like, he's a corpse that comes to life at night. And that, like, thought. <laughs> freaks her out, obviously. And I like how she has to kind of get past that. Like, that really freaks her out. She loves being in the sun. She loves being alive. Yeah. And so she has to come to terms with that to stay with Bill. That is not how it is in the series like it's pretty much love at first sight like no bars hold like held like it's just immediate like she doesn't really care it's kind of the opposite like everyone else thinks that like the vampires are freaky and disgusting which i think the i mean i haven't read the book but i think that the tv series kind of makes it more about like the gay equal rights movement more than anything. They specifically reference the vampires coming out of the coffin, and that's obviously a parallel to coming out of the closet. Like it's. I think they do that, and they kind of equate it to like the civil rights movement in general. And, like, there's definitely stuff like that in this book, and like vampires are kind of trying to control their image, and one thing they're doing mm. is trying to say that you know this is a disease. The reason we. Can come out in public now is because the Japanese have created this synthetic blood we can drink. True blood. Which is called true blood but they never talk about how like no we're really actually dead. Right we're dead and we're just drinking your blood because. And we are you know <laughs> cold and our hearts don't beat just like we corpse. don't need to breathe. Yeah, yeah you know the stuff that would be kind of harder to stomach. How does like quick question how if their like heart doesn't pump blood, how do they get erections and have sex? Okay, because that is what like that's that's a big thing that vampires like to do in the TV series. They just like have sex all day long all the time with everything. So that is something that I feel like a lot of vampire books kind of skip over. They're like, oh, we can't explain it. <laughs> I have no idea. They may have explained it in this book. But I don't think they did. I think their hearts might be occasionally. Just when they're horny? No, like, just <laughs> occasionally. I'm trying to remember. I know the other... One of the other books on my, like, vampire list, they, their hearts don't beat at all. But they're said to be able to have infinite, like, erections. Infinite Supposedly. Erections. Was this written by... Like a Viagra company? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Infinite erections. Forever. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think as as much as I know about the series, I think that it kind of leans on... The only explanation I can think of is that it kind of leans on how human blood is kind of like the source of their magic. And so, when they have human blood in them, they can pretty much do whatever. I yeah, like vampires. They come to life in their way. They, you know, human blood keeps on like moving and sustains them. Yeah. So. so like. Yeah. Almost every bodily function is sustained by human blood I just or synthetic know, blood. Like the science. I know um, it is not. I know, but, like, I wish someone would come up with, like, a vampire science and be like, hypothetically, this is why they would get erections. I mean, some books definitely try more to justify it with science, but, like, at the end of the day, this is a paranormal superstition. Like... I know. It's not gonna have exact science. I think, um, there shows, like, The Strain... Oh, I love this one. I read. I actually read the series. Oh yeah, yeah. I think those. Did ones... you? No, I did not. So you can watch the TV series, and I'll read the book. I'll we watch can watch the first couple of episodes. What oh. switch? <laughs> but if I remember right, that one does try to justify vampirism a bit more. Yeah, it does. It's more of a like sickness, and like mm-hmm. it makes the like vampirism more of a biological effect rather than, magic. Right, and I, honestly, I like that less. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, it's an interesting series. It's more, it's meant to be, like, darker and grittier and more of, like, a horror genre than True Blood is with their fairies and shapeshifters and werewolves. Um, I think that's more, like, romance, adventure, fantasy land not so much horror. I mean, there's definitely, like, scary parts of True Blood, but it's not the same horror as The Strain. And, I don't know. Just, I don't know. With The Strain, it makes it more, like, science fiction, I think. Yeah. But there's still, like, this aspect of where did the creatures originate from, and, like, um... It's more of a, like, infectious disease rather than, like, someone getting bitten and then turning into a vampire. You just get infected and become a vampire. Not as soon as you do, but, like, you go through a transformation I'm and your sure body kind I had, of... like, weird mouth things that, like, came out or yeah. something. Yeah. I was just not into that. They have these, like, white worms that, like, yeah. infect your body. Oh, no thank you. Yeah, it's not the romantic right. vampires that most of us love, but, like... Honestly, if there was going to be, like, a vampire epidemic, it would be that. <laughs> <laughs> it would be closer to that, I think. Well, it's not really what I want for no. bedtime fiction. Right, yeah. Know. I mean, it, it's definitely a horror series. Which is definitely your territory over mine. Yeah. <laughs> it still doesn't really... Because, like, in The Strain, their genitals fall off. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, well, at least with one of the characters. He was, like, a like a rock god. Yeah. Like, he was, like, a famous musician and always had women around him. And he, and all of a sudden, his, like, balls and penis shriveled up and fell off after he was infected, so. Sexy. Yeah, I prefer, like, you can justify it a bit if you want, but honestly... Like, I'm cool with vampires. They're supernatural. You can't explain yeah, everything. Right. I like, like that. I like them both ways. I mean, obviously, The Strain was more, like, meant for horror. It like, I feel like with fantasy like this, it's not scary at all to me, at least. No, I don't think it's meant to be scary. Right. Either. So, it's mo- It's meant to be, like, romantic and dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Which is why I much prefer Dead Until Dark and True Blood <laughs> over The Strain i remember i watched like two episodes i was like this isn't vampires for me no these aren't my vampires no it's not it's but i kind of think you could equate the strain closer to like the walking dead because it's just humans killing creatures that have changed post-mortem right and like it's so boring for me like at least the walking yeah. dead we could go that's a whole other topic i like so boring. yeah i never finished the walking dead i just after season like four i it was the same old same old oh new people maybe we can trust them oh we can't fuck Let's right leave. oh no the humans are killing humans <laughs> what a surprise and now the zombies are coming get away exactly i don't know i think what's a series Done it over and over again. It's probably time. You know what stopped. the zombies can't do? At least when I stop watching. Fucking climb. Yeah. Build a tree house.
1: Right? Go <laughs> on an island. Yeah, an
0: island. <laughs> Get. Go away. to fucking Hawaii. Hawaii's just like thriving. They're like, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so So I, I chose Dead Until Dark for our kind of atmosphere vampire. Um, so I think, I don't know, in my view of vampires, like, they kind of got popularized in probably, like, the early 19th century, the early 1800s, and there, it was books like Dracula and Carmilla that really brought them to prominence. Before them, they were, like, folklore, like, as a way for people to explain mysterious deaths and disease and some people would see their loved ones walking around the streets at night and that was supposed to be a vampire so they had all these methods for keeping like corpses in the grave like but like what was the reason though for like if it was a vampires then what was the reason for like people walking around at night being all creepy you mean, like, someone, beloved loved one, that had died being seen in the streets? Yeah, what's their explanation for that? <laughs> I think just, you know, grief. Oh, <laughs> sad. I know, that's super sad, but I think that's really the main reason. Um, but, so they started putting, like, bricks in, like, people's mouths after they died. Yeah, because that's going to stop and a vampire. This, they... I forget, it was, like, they had a name for vampires in Germany, but they thought that corpses were, like, eating the shrouds that they put on them, because they'd find, like, blood around the mouth, and it's actually called purge fluid, like, when yeah. the body starts decomposing, it will let out their fluid. Basically, like, yeah, broken down organs and fluid, and it's You red. just get leaky when you die. Yeah. It's fine. But they thought that was the corpse eating its way through the shroud. Which is terrifying. (laughs) Good lord, that would have been terrifying. Oh, yeah, and then if you dug up a corpse and like their fingernails were longer, their hair was longer, like now we know that's because the skin is shrinking. But yeah, they Mm -hmm. thought it was like growing skin and hair and fingernails. So that's kind of what started it in most places. But then you had early 19th century books and novels that made it this kind of dark. Gothic fantasy. fantasy, Exactly. And they're always, vampires were usually seen as these like mysterious figures that walked around castles and like drew people to them. And that's why I love True Blood and Dead Until Dark. I know Anne Rice and like other authors have written about southern vampires, but even in Anne Rice's books, vampires are very uh, regal and Lassie, and these vampires in Charlene Harris' novels are often just southern gentlemen, southern ladies, and they can be kind of, I don't know, human? Yeah, they're kind of human, but they're dead. And I thought that was really funny. It makes for some really funny situations. Right, like it's, the TV show at least is definitely not super, like, it's not meant to be super heavy. It's very much so like a campy vampire TV show. Pretty lighthearted through most of it, Um, even though people's, like, throats are being ripped out, and it's pretty fucking gory, and there's tons of nudity, so if that's up your alley, check it out. (laughs) But, I don't know. I, I do appreciate the vampires how they're like I'm a vampire and then they act like a human but like they still make decisions based on how humans make decisions. They form connections and relationships and they're not just like 100% like cold-blooded you know bloodthirsty vampires. Yeah it's like Eric wants his business to be successful right? and then Bill is trying to be like almost a normal vampire in society or as normal as a vampire can be but he's also very much a southern gentleman and so he's always trying to get him to be more like polite and (laughs) I it's just it's really funny I really enjoyed I think I'm up to the fourth book and it's a really good series if you like True Blood or if you just want a new vampire series I would recommend Mm. it cool yeah Yeah, I would recommend the TV series. Yes. If you're having Game of Thrones withdrawal, yeah, it also doesn't end fabulous. Just don't watch the last (laughs) season. Don't watch the last season. (laughs) That should just be your rule. Don't watch the last season. Make up your own ending. Yeah. Nothing is ever going to end how we want it to end. Except Avatar Last Airbender. But it didn't even end, though. Because then it it started with... Oh, Legend forget Cora. Cora. Forget Cora. It. No, ew. <laughs> no, no. <Ew. laughs> I don't know. I nothing's gonna ever end how we all want it to end. So, I don't know. I guess maybe that's a way of like, TV teaching us that we need to just like suck it up and, cause we're all gonna die eventually. Wow, this is really depressing. <laughs> <laughs> like, all of a sudden. I'll cut this out. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I really love this series because, like, it's super entertaining too. I mean, the only thing I don't like is how their fangs come out. Yeah. It comes okay. out of their, like, <laughs> not their canines, but, like, what's the, what's that tooth called? The ones right next to your middle teeth. I'm, like, looking at Sydney's teeth. Like, that will make me know. I don't think Like, oh, that'll let, I know right, the, name the of left those. dental. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just, I think it's kind of funny. And every time they, like, their fangs come out, they like... <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny. Okay, I do have to say this. I much prefer when vampires have fangs than when they don't. Like, S- otherwise you're just chewing on a steak. <laughs> That's just a person <laughs> Like, that's legit just, like, a cannibal. So lame. Twilight vampires are just cannibals. They're just undead cannibals. Yeah. I mean, sunlight doesn't hurt them. They don't have fangs. Like, they're just they're really, really fast cannibals. I need something to lean on. I know, we you keep hitting the mic. I'm not hitting the mic. It keeps moving. When do you find out that, like, uh, Suki is a fairy? Oh, you don't in the first one, I mean, the first one for sure. I don't think you find out in the first three. Okay. Yeah. I mean, no, a lot of it honestly follows the TV show pretty well. Like the first book, um, it's about Sookie getting to know Sookie, getting to know Bill. Sookie. Sookie. (laughs) You can't even do it. It's so funny. Sookie. Sookie. Suki, Sookie. Sookie. But seriously, every time I heard Bill say Sookie's name, i just hear Suki, Suki, Suki. He just said it so, like, aggressively. Yeah. And, like, <gasps> and he'd always just kind of show up, like, Sookie. angry, like, tight neck and shoulders and be like, Sookie. I 100% thought you were gonna say he showed up with, like, a tight butt, like, clenched butt cheeks. Um, but yeah, I also hated his hair in the first season. It looked like a big, like, like I don't know, emo Civil War era, I think, is what they are trying for. Oh, wow, they failed. <laughs> like, like how old Southern gentlemen would have their hair, like, combed and slicked back. I think that's what they are going for. They did not succeed. It was not good. They did not succeed no, at that. No, and Eric is a fucking Viking. He doesn't have, like, a beard. Like, Eric has long, Vikings golden- Vikings have beards? Luke? I'm just thinking of How to Train Your Dragon. I don't know if that's the historical... <laughs> Equivalence? Or, yeah, the source. Oh. <laughs> you failed. <laughs> I'm gonna say yes. I don't know. I, I doubt they took Unless the- they were clean shaven. I doubt Vikings took the time to shave their beards. Are oh, we still recording? The overwhelming yeah, majority of Viking males had beards. Okay. However, they weren't necessarily big, unkempt beards. Their hair, although long, was typically kept in a pretty conservative style. Oh, right, but Eric's just, like, totally modern. I don't know why they couldn't Eric... have done that with poor Belle. Did Eric even have a beard ever? No, no. no. Wait. No, he didn't. So when uh, when vampires die, do they like, in the True Blood universe, does their hair still grow? Because Eric gets his hair cut Oh, he does, and no, in the True Blood universe, you how you die, like how your hair is when you die, that's how it stays. Fuck. I know, I know. So if you turn into a vampire after a bad haircut, you're just like a fuck <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that Sucks. Like so in the book because Bill died in the Civil War era. He has really long sideburns. <laughs> I could not get over that. I don't know if that's super petty, but I could not get over that. A little that. bit. I, 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 <laughs> uh. I just can't get over his hair. I was like, you could style it different. But right. the thing is, the actor is like very attractive. They just like yeah. almost went out of their way. They made him look like the uncle you never want to talk to at the family party. Man. Why did he seem so greasy? I assume vampires don't sweat. So no, like, why I why does don't. So greasy. I have no idea. Now I just want to look at pictures of the actors. Of Alexander Skarsgard. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I do, do love Anna Paquin though. She's I do. Adorable. She's so cute. I know. Okay. Oh, I would date her like, a second. Jess, I think your gay is showing. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey! <laughs> it, it would be gay. Bi-curious. Yeah, that's good. She's gay, actually. Or, she's bi. She's bi? She's bi, yeah. A lot of people are bi. I've got a shot. I'm also dating, and she's married, so who knows? I was gonna say, probably not. Other, other problems for us to overcome together. <laughs> she also has children. Oh, yeah, she's pretty... She's settled down, yeah. I think. I think she's, like, done. That's they made their fair. true blood money. and their Right. She's s- good. Yeah. Bail. He's bail. Bail. No. Bail! <laughs> no. Bail! I feel like you're, like, about to start singing Bill Nye the Science Guy. Bale. <laughs> Bill. Bill! 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 Bill Nye the Science Guy. Bill! 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 Bale, no damn it <laughs> the tv show is good and can't be it's honestly delightful i called in sick to work back when i had a job i just watched true blood the whole time and it was like on my laptop like in my room just back when i lived at home too because i could not watch it with my mom no. They have, so awkward. They just like strip down. I know. <laughs> randomly, they're like, "All right, it's my turn to get naked," and you're like, you're "I know." You're just making a hamburger. of well, like, the first times you meet Eric, he's just butt naked, just doing one of his waitresses in the basement. Remember that? It's they like the second show up season. His butt. Okay, fine. It's the second season. Well, and he's breaking in his new stripper. Right. He's in the basement. Yeah. He does it though to like try and make Suki jealous. <laughs> like that makes it okay. I but I love the show for some reason. Also, I love the like vampire trope that like they can smell your blood and like depending on what kind of like blood you have, you smell differently. Oh. So like, does like O negative smell better than like A B negative or like? I know. What's in the, the best blood? books, type? after Bill starts dating Suki. Suki sucky he starts drinking her type of blood but she's a fairy so how does he do that she's got human blood too oh not in the tv show like at one point bill like hurts her and almost kills her and she has to go to the hospital and they're like she has no blood type oh yeah don't remember that Cause yeah, in the book, she has a blood type. Oh yeah, no, in the TV show, in the TV series, she has no blood type, and like they have a hard time giving her a blood transfusion because they like her body won't accept it. So right. Like, oh. They don't know what to do. I need to go back and watch True Blood. It's so good. It's, it's so good. cheesy and campy and good and just entertaining as hell. But I would read the books too. I mean, they're just fun. Yeah. So, so in the second book. You know how they have, like, the main ad in the TV show? Right, yeah. How does that work in the second book? Because Tara, in the TV show, is kind of a big character with that. Okay. Kind of, but not really. But. So, spoilers, like, major. <laughs> but, um, basically, Lafayette's death is what gets Sookie, Sookie, Sookie. <laughs> to investigate the main ad. And she's just kind of drawn to a lot of like sexual energy. And so there's this group of like townspeople that keep having like orgies in this cabin. <laughs> and the main kind of plot throughout that book is Suki, Suki, Suki going to Dallas doing a mission for Eric. With mm-hmm. Bill and yeah, is that that's kind of like the main plot. That's where the Fellowship of the Sun comes in, right? Right. Yeah, and she's kind of infiltrating them, seeing what they're doing the vampires, and then at the end she comes home and kind of turns her attention to the Minad. And the Minad is way more minor than she is in the series. Oh. She kind of shows up, and it's really freaking graphic. She shows up at the orgy orgy that like Sookie Sookie has infiltrated. Sookie. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, she basically, I don't know, she releases all this power that makes all these other people explode. Like, Same. blood, guts. I make all these people explode. <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> and then, um, the rest of them kind of get away. It's, it's a lot different from the show. Oh, so, like, Sam isn't even involved at all? Sam has a lot of sex with the Minad in the forest. What? In different shapes. What the hell? Yeah. And then she makes all these people explode after this orgy. Oh yeah. I'm sure she does. I'm sure she makes all these people explode. That would be more like fun but no it's like real... (laughs) you know. And it's like the townspeople are exploding. Yeah, it's just like a group of people from the town like one or like Sookie knows all of them. And they just like literally explode. Explode like like, blood guts everywhere. Can we talk about how like when the vampires die
1: Yeah, blood
0: everywhere. Yeah, they like turn into like a goop. Yep. That's the same in the book too. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> it's very gross, and it's a common like thread in vampire novels. Really? Mhm. I thought that was gonna be like a more unique.
1: Thing.
0: No, that's like one of the ways that it happens. Other ways is like they turn to ash. Yeah, I like that more. It's a little cleaner. It's, it's less messy. Not as hard as like on your carpet, you know. Yeah. So thank you for listening. <laughs>